Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Thank you for joining your boy again for another edition of Pope's Point of View. And of course, please allow me to introduce myself. I am your host of hosts, your God light, your paragon of virtue, your former NWA World's Television Champion, the Pope, Elijah Burke. And you are listening to the podcast that is indeed known as 45 Minutes of Fire. Why the hell am I saying that like Polo is my saying, but nonetheless, yes, and then some. And the reason your boy was saying that, not Polo Del Mar, that's simply because of our scheduling conflict at this point in time. So yes, the political activists, the manager of champions, the drag queen extraordinaire, and the PWI columnists will return, guys. But right now, your boy's just been so busy trying to prepare for the Love Lives charity, Great American Clash in Jackson. Florida on June the 18th that hey man it's just like that okay your boys all over the place here and there but nonetheless when everything settles back down Pope and Polo Del Mar we will be right here back together as the old song says reunited and it feels so good well we're not there yet but we will get there and when we do get there it'll be known as history and speaking of history guys that's some of the stuff I'm going to touch on right now before I jump and delve into the news with the letter Z because I went a little back I kind of strolled through time, if you will. I did a little bit of uh, research. I came across some things that piqued your boy's interest on this very day. Now, as your boy record this, it is Thursday, June the 9th. But when you listen to this, when this drop, it will be June the 11th and then so on. But on this particular day... There were some very notable things that went down in pro wrestling history, and I want to talk a little bit about them. Uh, Maybe you know, maybe you didn't know, but if you didn't know, you will know, and you can thank your boy when that happens, because in 1994, on this very day, WWE, known as WWF at that time, held the first 
ever Hall of Fame of their own, of course. And this was at the Omni Inner Harbor International Hotel in Baltimore, Maryland. And that initial class in 1994 would be Chief J. Strongbow, Classy Freddie Blassie, Arna Scotland, Gorilla Monsoon, Bobo Brazil, excuse excuse me, James Dudley, and Buddy Rogers. How about that for a class of Hall of Fame? And again, back then, uh, the, the, the ceremonies would not be what they are today. And that's because prior to this, uh, the first inductee into the Hall of Fame actually went it was announced on an episode of Raw on March 22 in 1993. And of course, if you guys were not familiar with that person, then of course you will now because it was the late, great, eighth wonder of the world, Andre the Giant. So he was the first inductee into the WWE, then WWF Hall of Fame. And um, that was without the ceremonies that has taken place since. Also on this day in 2004, AJ Styles, who's still doing his thing, AJ Styles won the NWA TNA X Division Championship. This is when the National Wrestling Alliance uh, the name was being used along with Total Nonstop Action in the partnership uh, to help uh, Total Nonstop Wrestling uh, obtain legitimacy of sorts. And um, obviously they would go on, them being TNA, to break away from the NWA governing body and now today is known as Impact Wrestling. What else happened on this day? Here's something that went down back in 2009, June 9th. Um, this was WWE uh, history here because Batista would force would be forced to relinquish his WWE championship after he tore his bicep in an Extreme Rules cage, cage match with Randy Orton. Now, well, Pope, why is that history? Why do you want to talk about that? I'm talking about that because of where we're going to go when it comes to CM Punk in just a moment or two or three or four, but we'll get there, okay? But here's the most interesting thing that went down on this very day, June 9th. Uh, 1998, that was in the middle of the Monday Night Wars. And in the Monday Night Wars at this particular time, you know, WWF, WCW, they are throwing it all against the wall, if you understand what I'm saying. They are balling out trying to get the viewerships, trying to win over uh, the wrestling audience. But y'all know what's going on at this particular time. Uh, that's because in 1997, WCW was on that 82-week uh, win streak. You know what I'm saying? So um, they were kicking booty when it comes to the Monday Night War. But let's see what 
uh, was offered by WWF and WCW at this particular time. Uh, WWF, over on Monday Night Raw, they would have Ahmed Johnson with LOD. And man, I remember seeing those guys come out there together. Had no idea that uh, the love was not quite there. Uh, behind the scenes when it came to Ahmed Johnson and um, one in particular, Hawk, rest his soul. Hell, rest both of them, so not Hawk and Animal. But um, it was just a physical presence like none other at that time to see those three big guys uh, come out with those spikes on, you know, when they gave Ahmed Johnson. I believe I saw a shoot interview with Ahmed Johnson at one point in time where he said he kept the the, the, the the spike padding or they accused him. But I think he said he kept them uh, due to a disagreement or uh, whatnot. But um, they would defeat Crush, Farouk, and Savio Vega. Also, we got Goldust versus the British Bulldog uh, on this Monday Night Raw that saw the British Bulldog defeat uh, Goldust. Well, he didn't really defeat them. I, they went to a draw. Uh, but my boys, Mosh and Thrasher, the headbangers, they would defeat Doug Firmus and Phil LaFon of ECW fame. Rob Van Dam defeated Flash Funk. Psycho Sid would beat Owen Hart. Rest is a good lord. So many of our guys here that I'm talking about is just gone and, and, and you know, it just opens up your eyes. I mean, yes, it's 1997. Yes, it's 25 years ago, but still, right? Rockabilly defeated Bart Gunn. Think about that for a second. Rockabilly defeated Bart Gunn. Obviously, this was before the union ship of sorts uh, that went down uh, with the New Age Outlaws uh, when Rockabilly, a.k.a. Billy Gunn, would find himself. Uh, but this was also after the split of the Smoking Guns, um, who were presented as, I th I, at least I thought at the time, they were being presented as brothers. Mankind! Mankind would defeat by DQ uh, Brian Pillman. And uh, we talked a little bit about Junior last week and his loss involving his mom, Melanie Pillman. Um, and, you know, every time I talk to young Master Pillman, I will always tell him, you know, uh, just how much of a cool thing I think it is that this dude is literally his father's seed, of course. I mean, he just, he gives you that flying Brian Feel, you know, now if that boy could just tap into the latter years of Brian Pillman, then whoo, he's going to be something to be reckoned with. The main event of Monday Night Raw, 1997, June 9th, was see Ken Shamrock, Psycho Sid again, and Undertaker defeat Owen Hart, Jim Nightheart and the British Bulldog. You might ask, well, Pope, why is the British Bulldog back out there? Why is uh, Sid back out there? Well, this was not live. This was the dark match, as they often do from time to time to send the crowd home happy. So the main event, obviously, 
uh, as I just alluded to previously, was Mankind and Brian Pillman. Well, let's see what WCW had to offer. We're at the height of sorts when it comes to the NWO. Um, And as I mentioned, WCW Nitro is kicking booty. They come from Boston, Massachusetts at this time at the Fleet Center. Uh, You got Juventud Guerrero, uh, Super Calo, Ultimo Dragon. They would defeat La Parker and Psychosis and Silver King. Now, I'm not going to go through this whole card. I'm just running my mouth right now. But I think about how WCW would oftentimes open up their show with what we came to know as the Cruiserweight division. And it was so smart because they kicked it off with such great action. And yet, although that action was very good, it kept you entertained and kept you waiting for those those names, those big-time names like the Hogans and the Les Lugers who would go on to face each other uh, in a very short match. That was probably one of the downfalls of WCW. Advertising something, Hogan's not going out there. He hadn't defended his belt since February, but now they're supposed to make him defend it. It turns out to be a non-DQ match, but nonetheless, it was these type of things that kept us tuned in. You also got Jeff Jarrett versus Dean Malenko, who was the Cruiserweight champion. Uh, excuse me, not the Cruiserweight champion, but the United States champion, and this was when Jeff Jarrett would win that title from Dean Malenko. Uh, I'm not going to even talk about the fact that Stephen Michael went against Conan. Um, that was a no contest. Don't even want to go back and relive that. Uh, and then again, maybe I do because that's some funny stuff. Anytime Steve was in the ring, you just, it was cringeworthy. It was almost like watching AEW today. Some of the stuff that goes on, um, except Steve Mongo McMichael's cringeworthy moments were somewhat funny, whereas some of the stuff that causes you to, um, you know, clench your booty cheeks real tight and and jump out of your seat in a not-so-good way uh, happens on AEW with the craziness sometimes that we witness. Um, But here's what we witnessed. Here's what was the big build. Here's what led WCW on this particular time in the main event to that victory in that continued hot streak that they had. And that was Roddy Roddy Piper and the Nature Boy Ric Flair as they would team up against Kevin Nash and Scott Hall of the Outsiders. Now, they were building towards a big pay-per-view right here. Y'all remember Kevin Green rest his soul. Gosh, the great Panthers uh, you know, linebacker and whatever position he played, he came over to WCW to help out Ric Flair and Roddy Piper, and they were doing the big build here. Um, this also led to that moment in time, if you guys remember or may have watched the shoot interviews of a Kevin Nash where there was heat between himself and Roddy Piper. Uh, even then, they were writing off Ric Flair. Even then, they were writing off the late, great Roddy Roddy Piper. And they felt like Piper, and this was from Kevin Nash, on mouth, they felt he was being difficult as far as how he was going to um, work this match. Uh, they were supposed to put over the Outsiders, and um, legend has it, a uh, rumor's been told that, uh, you know, one or the other got hit or knocked out or whatever the case may be. There was an altercation backstage. 
Kevin Nash supposedly approached Roddy Roddy Piper after the match, and the list goes on and on. But look at the name out of all four main eventers. Look at the name that is still going today, that is still drawing a house, that is still selling out the house, for one last match. And that's the nature boy Ric Flair. Who would have thought back in 1997 that Ric Flair would outlast Roddy Piper, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall. And I'm not even talking about in life. I'm just talking about uh, longevity inside of the ring. That's kind of crazy, ain't it? But nonetheless... He is doing it, and guess what, guys? I'm going to be there for it. But when your boy get back, I hope you are still here because we're about to talk about the plague, if you will, that has hit the world of professional wrestling. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, all right, guys. Your boy is back. And we got to talk about that plague, man. We got to talk about the injuries that are happening all across the world of professional wrestling promotions, at least the notable promotions here in the United States. Of course, I'm talking WWE, I'm talking AEW, I'm talking NWA. So let's start atop with the WWE right now. Uh, and let's get the uh, storyline injury out of the way. Because I do think that was something interesting that went down on Raw. I wondered why. I put out a tweet. I said some things don't last long enough. Uh, some things aren't meant to last, and some things don't last long enough. Something to that effect. And, of course, I was referring to Judgment Day and its removal of its leader, Edge. Now, there's been some rumors circulating, guys, that, you know, there's some certain direction that the WWE is going to take uh, Judgment Day. We saw that they added... Uh, Finn Balor, you say Balor, to that group along with Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley. And apparently, I would only assume that the spookiness, you know, kind of like what they did with the brood with Edge Christian and Gangrel, they're going to start doing some supernatural stuff. And we know when it comes to TV writers that are up there with WWE, they want to do some magic. They want to create 
suspense. They want to work horror. They want to do comedy. They want the drama. They want it all. I want it all. I want it all. So, yeah, they want to do it all. And apparently, from what has been rumored, is that Edge didn't want to go that route. But when you put a demon in the mix, I can only imagine that's where it's going to start. Is Finn uh, Baylor going to be the head honcho now? Will he be the one that kind of uh, steps up and becomes that leader type figure or will it be Damian Priest or will they all just kind of be a pack of wolves so one thing that I know is that when you got a group you got to have someone that stands out as the centerpiece so that's going to be interesting to see what happens there they would take out edge after saying that you know they're tired of being bossed around they're tired of being held down and yada 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 like man this just happened has it even been 90 days has it been 90 days yet since Edge and Damian Priest got together. I'm like, why? But, hey, it is what it is. And that's what's going on. Uh, Then we have Rose to recovery, if you will. Cody Rose tore his pec. They said training. Who knows when it happened. But he tears his pec. He got the big hell in the cell coming up. Uh, and he was injured, and they put it out there prior to the hell in the cell, but they wanted to make sure that everybody in the WWE Universe, them and they mama know, uh, and knew that, look, Cody is not sitting this out. Uh, by Cody's own request, he would partake in the main event that he was advertised in, And you know what? When the boy went out there and took off that jacket again, I didn't watch the whole pay-per-view. I did watch this particular match because when you're going to promote a show called Hell in a Cell, I I imagine that a lot of things are going to be in the cell. But even when they do get in the cell, it don't necessarily live up to Hell in the Cells of the past. So, you know, it kind of... Eh, you know, it don't really inspire you much. Yeah, we saw the sledgehammer comes out. We know how much of a fan that Cody is and how much he respects that of Triple H, even calling Triple H his mentor, a favorite wrestler. And um, he got that sledgehammer. And you know what, guys? That's going to be his thing going forward. I honestly believe that Cody's going to be pulling that sledgehammer out from time to time, a la Triple H style, and um, it's going to become, you know, synonymous with uh, Cody Rose. But Cody went in there and he held this thing down. He gave it his all. He took off that jacket and, and all you saw was purple and blue and red. You saw swelling, but he didn't let it slow him down. Kudos to Cody freaking Rose going out there, being um being the champion of, of of wrestling that he is. You know, they had advertised this show to take place in a big arena, uh, a stadium, I should say, and then they had to move it over to the MGM Grand to a smaller 13 or 17,000, I think, seat arena, which they did end up selling out. Uh, and Cody was probably one of the reasons for that. But I would only imagine that after having to pull out of this 
big stadium show and moving to a smaller building that Cody probably was like, look, we can't let the people down twice. So Cody took it upon himself to say, I want to go out there. I want to do this match. Um, and, and, and we know now that he's going to be out for some time as he get his pet, um, Repaired, so uh, hopefully no further injuries were done as a result of this matchup with Cody and Seth Rollins, which Cody, of course, won the trifecta of matches here. So it's going to be interesting to see where they go. Uh, speedy recovery to Cody Rhodes, um, and then guys, we got AEW. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man, where do your boys start here? Now, we did that big, and by we, I'm talking myself and Polo. I'm talking here on Pope's Point of View. We did the big double or nothing special edition of Pope's Point of View. We talked about the match that went down with Punk and Paige. We talk about Punk's um, win, his big win after his return to the National professional wrestling scene and defeating dethroning Adam Page which of course your boy here told you guys what happened when this whole thing was first announced uh we saw the botched uh buckshot lariat attempts with an s a mint s at this time well most of them are men um then that's just think the dusty roads i Find myself putting S's on the end of a lot of things just because it, um, it's just one of those things. You understand what Pope's saying? And then, did I say Shan? But nonetheless, um, <laughs> ah, punk. Um, not a spring chicken anymore. Um, a lot of us guys aren't that come, you know, from the early 2000s. And um, Punk comes over into AEW and he's keeping up with the young guys, if you will. And not just young guys. I just want to say a new style of professional wrestling that's going to cause the young guys not to have longevity as people like Punk and others uh, have had up until this point. But nonetheless, it wasn't necessarily... In yours truly humble opinion, it wasn't necessarily the wrestling that injured Punk. It was overzealousness, if you will. Chalk it up to being excited. Chalk it up to maybe try to create and start a trend or keep up a trend after you created it at your returning point in time in AEW. But if you guys don't know when the injury happened, it is suspected to have happened or at least be the catalyst to what happened. And that's when Punk will come out on Dynamite. I I, I remember us talking, why? Why is Punk out here having a match? Uh, directly after Double or Nothing? And, and I said that maybe that's probably more than likely because that's what Punk wanted. The team with FTR, I uh, I can probably say this in full confidence that FTR, CM Punk was going to be a thing. We talked about their love of Bret Hart, their affection for the hitman. 
And um, that might have been the newest, latest trio in AEW. And Punk's going to go in the woods right now for a second, but I will come back out to Mr. Punk. But when you talk about the newest and latest thing this past Wednesday on Dynamite, you got this whole new Mid-Atlantic Championship. And I just talked to you guys about the titles. And did we need any more titles over in AEW? You got the Hart titles, the Owen Hart titles that are being paraded out on television now. You got the ROH titles. You got the Triple H titles. You got the AEW titles. But no, it's not enough because we're getting the Mid-Atlantic Whatever the hell title is called, Atlantic this and Atlantic that, but good God almighty, as JR will put it, now what we're going to see is the lessening of importance of those titles. Uh, we've already had a lot of people talk about how devalued the TNT title had become, how uh, forgotten or, or less attention, um, you know, it's, it's been given in, in a good way uh, because obviously it's out there. But I don't know. What do you guys think about this? And then the title looks like the, the women's title without the women's, you know, uh, name or, or, or wording engraved on it. It's just got some flags here in the middle. So I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I, I said another one was going to come, and that's not just Pope, you know, pulling a polo here and fluffing his own balls. I said they will create another title. But is it really needed at this point in time? Outside of the, uh, look where the AEW title was. You know, uh, when people were complaining about Adam Page, and, and I always tell you guys, a person or individuals get the title for three reasons. Because they're over, uh, to get them over, or to get the title over. And this was a dual purpose when you talk about Punk. That's because he's over. But they also got to get the title back over. Because the title lost some of its luster. And what do you think is going to happen now? I'm coming out of the woods, guys. I told you I go in the woods, but I will find my way back out. What do you think is going to happen right now with Punk being injured? We got a tournament for an Atlantic title, and we got the AEW World title up in the air. Uh, we, we saw, you know, the Battle Royal. We saw Moxley, you know, but... It, Let's just stick with Punk right now. What do you think is going to happen? They're going to create an interim championship. And at the top of this, I told you guys about uh, what I was going to allude to when it came to uh, CM Punk, what I was kind of talking about, what happened there when the title uh, you know, was vacated when the uh, title was stripped, when I was covering uh, history. You know, when a champion back in the day, and I'm talking like I'm, you know, 20 years ago, brother. You know, but when a champion couldn't defend the title, uh, there was a little clause in the proverbial wrestling contract that said, if a champion 
was not able to defend his title within the allotted amount of time. TV title was 30 days. Uh, world titles sometimes were 60 days to 90 days. Whatever the case may be, I think 60. But nonetheless, if they can't defend the title, they get stripped. The title is vacated. What is... Go oh, so now we're going to have two more... Oh, we're going to have another AEW title as well. And we're doing the whole... I am so sick. I know Polo's laughing right now as he listens to this because... I told Polo, I'm so sick of seeing title after title uh, in, in, in dual title modes. We saw the two belts with Rose when he was the TNT champion. And now you got the two belts with Sammy Guevara and, and Scorpio Sky. And I mean, I'm just tired of the interim. If Punk can't defend the title due to injury, he relinquish it. You know, you come out there and you pull the Shawn Michaels. You know, when he lost his smile, I can't defend my championship. I have to relinquish it. And then you build the story back up when he's able to come back, him being CM Punk, and you let him work his way back to that title. It's a story that's that's already there. It, it, it's yours for the taking. It writes itself. Don't do it interim. Let Punk come back and work his way back to the title. Give him some matches to get himself together. Make sure he's healed. And then let him earn that spot back into the championship picture. And then if everything's right, then you put the title back on him. Um, that's how you work, in Pope's opinion, uh, Punk back in. And guys... I don't mean no disrespect to Punk because at this day and age, according to a lot of folk out there that's watching wrestling, according to a lot of folks a year ago when they were um, in tears when Punk would make his return to the scene on AEW, I don't want to talk foul about the guy, and I'm not. I'm talking about the situation that he's in because a lot of you who are listening you see Punk as a legend. And you know who else can be a legend? <laughs> you can. God dang it, Polo, where the hell you are. But simply visit and order apparel from futurelegend.com. Whether that's shirts, shorts, leggings, hoodies, wigs, or face masks. That's right, I got it, Polo. Future Legend has all the latest styles to dress you up or down to become a future legend in your own right. So guys, be sure to follow Future Legend on Instagram to stay updated on all their cool and new releases. And be sure to visit futurelegend.com using code POPE10 to get 10% off of your order today. Future Legend clothing, aspire to inspire. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. All right, guys, and we're sticking with the plague. Don't get it twisted. We're still here. We're talking injuries. We've already covered that. And, and, and these injuries, guys, that your boy is talking about is with the top guys of every promotion, Cody Rhodes, Raw, okay, WWE, all right? Then you got CM Punk, AEW, Dynamite. But now we got to talk about Mr. Always Ready himself, Matt Cardona. And if you guys are listening to this on the 11th, then be sure to tune in to your uh, local pay-per-view subscriber wherever that may be and check out always ready of course you can do that as well on fight tv at 8 p.m that's right 8 p.m june the 11th but we get the news um especially on this past power trip too where they would uh reinform everyone matt cardona Injured himself, tore a bicep uh, at some what others have referred to. Okay, I won't do it because I don't know this company, so I'm not going to call them a garbage uh, show. But um, at this event, Matt Cardona apparently sustained some sort of bicep injury while trying to catch someone uh, jumping over the top rope and out of the ring, or whatever the case that may be. Uh, listen, I don't know. I don't care. If you're doing that in the air with Pope, you're going to crash to the ground because I ain't going for this foolishness. But apparently, Matt Cardona does because he's about foolish stuff. And so what do you expect to happen when you're putting yourself in these positions and like tubes and tax and fire and the list goes on and on every time we step inside the square circle we put ourselves at risk that goes without saying but why increase the chances of injury this goes back to me talking about folk clenching their butt cheeks jumping out of their doggone chair at the type of stuff that we see uh, on a weekly basis from certain people or athletes inside the ring. It's just uncalled for. Even NXT has suffered, you know, uh, a recent injury or injury scare just this past week as well. But um, we'll find out tonight. Is it all an elaborate ruse by Matt Cardona? Hmm. You know, I told Polo, we talked about this from my Pope point of view, those that tune in every single week. You know, Pope's like Tony Schiavone when it comes to this. I believe it when I see it. I believe it when I see it. Well, what are you going to do, kid? You're going to go out there and you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> That's my Arn Anderson. Uh, but yeah. Uh, if Matt Cardona is injured, we'll find out tonight. And if he is, look, 
Pope's not a mean person. I'm not a heartless person. Um, I don't want anybody to be hurt. And that's real talk. As much as he hurt me and could care less uh, and concuss Pope, uh, I don't want anyone to be hurt in a manner in which it um, prohibits them from doing what they love. He won't get no get well wishes from Pope, that's for sure. But let's talk about NWA Power Trip 2 from Oak Grove, the go-home show to NWA Always Ready. He even gave this guy a name. Boy, let's see what they're going to do when Pope comes champion. Um, but yeah, so you got Tyrus out there. Tyrus is in the ring. Tyrus is doing his thing. Um, doing an interview with... Um, Textile Kyle, he calls a kid out there to give him a signed copy of his best-selling book. And hey, kudos to Tyrus, he is a bestseller. Uh, you might want to thank, thank Fox News for that, Tyrus. But nonetheless, hey, when you're in that position, that's what you do. But um, he called the kid out there, and, you know, hey, you want a copy of my book? Because, you know, they did a little book signing or whatnot prior to the show and he does the you know give me a thousand dollars if you want it after he promised the kid or teased the kid that he was going to give it to him uh what does pope think about that i thought the whole thing was lame sorry not sorry lame um but what do you expect from tires you know Nick Aldis will take on the best friend of Matt Cardona in preparation and in route to NWA Always Ready. Brian Myers showed up and tried to do some dirty work, but he would fall and they went a you know good 15 minutes or so, but he would fall to Oh gosh, I know uh, Polo is going to try to correct me. He would if he was here, but it's a Texas cloverleaf. That's what it was. That's what it was originated as, and that's what it's going to stay. And if it wasn't originated as a Texas cloverleaf, and Pope uh, maybe missed that back when that move came out, then certainly it's the Texas cloverleaf uh, name that is above all other names when it comes to this maneuver. So... Yeah, he beat Myers with the Texas uh, Cloverleaf in a back-and-forth match. Another thing about this show that just really got your boy all excited, and that was when my guy, that was when my man, that was when my one of my favorite individuals to impart knowledge upon, who are you talking about, Pope? I'm talking about the big one himself. I'm talking about the strong one, big, strong Mims, when he would come out there after a tires match to make the save. Um, hey, he come out there. There was a kid in the ring that was going against Tyrus, and I swear to you, if you put on a little bit of weight, a little bit of size, uh, not that he may want this, you know, uh, type of compliment or not. Uh, but he looked like Enzo Amori, you know, <laughs> when he was standing in the ring. Even yours truly was like, wait a minute, you know, because they come up and he was already in the ring. But uh, Mims come out there after Tyrus hit the heart punch on the kid and went to, you know, do some more stuff 
to the young man. And Mims comes out there. He makes the save. He, you know, knocks Tyrus down with a big shoulder block. Did y'all see that jumping shoulder block that big strong Mims did? Huh? Huh? Shades of who? Huh? Huh? <laughs> but nonetheless, um, I'm looking forward to this match. I'll be watching this match intently uh, tonight again, if you guys are listening to this on June the 11th. Uh, I'm pulling for Mims. You know, um, Mims is the only man in the NWA that has picked up Tyrus and slammed him to the mat. I wish I was on hand to help my boy out when Sion will come back out there. Y'all remember Sion after they revealed that's the mask guy. That we found out that Austin Idol was his papa, if you will. But um, I wasn't there to help my guy out. But just know that I am always watching. And I will be watching always ready. That is about to go down. So guys, that pretty much wraps it up. I thought this was a very uh, good episode. Go home edition of NWA Power. And when we get back um, next week, we'll be talking about what's going on, what's going down with NWA and the 10 pounds of gold. But guys, I want to remind you guys right now, before your boy leaves you, I'm going to take a quick commercial break for stationary identification we're going to pause for the calls and pope will give his final thoughts when i return lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What up, peeps? It's your boy, Pope. If you are listening and enjoying Pope's Point of View with Elijah Burke, be sure to go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Springer, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts to subscribe today. Well, all right, guys, your boy is back. And y'all know how I do it after we take a pause for the cause. And that's simply to let you all know exactly where you can listen and follow your boy on at all, at all costs. Wherever you listen to your favorite podcast platforms, wherever that may be, then I want you to rest assured that your boy is on there as well. Whether that's Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple, I said it. Y'all heard it. Y'all already know what it do and where it be. So be sure to let everybody know exactly where they can listen to your boy. Tell a friend, tell a co-worker. Hey, it don't matter. Tell your mama when she's in the bathroom if she want to listen to something inspiring, cool, funny, and informative to listen to Post Point of View. And guys, be sure to head on over there and leave a five-star rating for your boy because our Deacon to the God Light Alicon Conman House love it when you guys leave those ratings because you made us a five-star podcast. Also, leave a comment or two because, hey, I ain't going to lie. I like to go over and read.
see what you say to from time to time. And while you're at it, guys, head over to love-alive.org. You already heard me talk about it. You already heard me mention it. I have been working tirelessly. That's why there's no polo here. I've been working tirelessly to make this thing work for the Love Alive charity where we take care of in our own way. We assist the homeless, the sheltered families, and the kids in the impoverished communities in and around Jacksonville, Florida. If you want to be a part of that, you want to be the change that you wish to see in the world, listen, guys, we see how many of you listen to this. Like, for real, one dollar. Head on over. Don't expect the next guy or next gal to do it. One dollar help makes a difference in the lives of others. And then if you want to see where your money goes, go over to Pope TV on YouTube and, and, and type in Love Alive Charity or Love Drive. And you'll see people lined up all around the block just to get a hot meal, some free clothes, free shoes, hygiene products, and the list goes on. Again, that's love-alive.org. If not you, then who? Well, all right, guys, your boy is back. And again, we have a big weekend coming up next week on June the 18th. And that is the Love Alive Charities Great American Clash. And we got a slew of individuals that are going to be there. If you're not following the Love Alive Charity on Instagram, be sure to head on over there and check it out. You'll see that we got a lot of stars from around the United States coming in to partake. I'm talking about uh, Rebel from AEW, JTG, from WWE NWA, we're going to have Isaiah Thompson. We're going to have the Russell Twins. We got Snoop. That's right. Snoop's going to be there. NWA's own Sal Renaro, as well as the one and only Jamie Stanley. That's right. That's your man's man. Well, that's Isaiah. He might get that if you hear me say that. We got so many more. The NWA's, the N, Black Magic, and TJ Sykes all the way out of Baltimore, we're going to have a six-man ladder match for the Triumph uh, Championship featuring the Triumph Champion, Johnny Lyons, and we have so much more planned. Stunt Marshall versus JTG for the Love Alive Charities Heavyweight title. We got the Russell Twins, and they're going to take on the end for the Love Alive Charities World Tag Team Champions, and then some. Also, guys, we're going to be giving away your choice. You win, you get it. Whether that's a replica WCW title, a replica wing version of the WWF title. That's that Bret Hart title, guys. That's that Hulk Hogan title. Oh, yeah. It's going to be on like popcorn. And also, we're going to be doing a night before an all-night seminar. That's right. That's going to go down on the 17th, guys. We're going to be doing an all-night seminar. So if you're in the area, you want to learn how to wrestle, you want to learn how to ref, you want to learn how to bandage, you want to learn how to promote Hey, it's all going to be right there for you. So one day, if you want to run your own professional wrestling company, you can do it because your boy, JB Cool, JTG, we're going to show you just how to do it. Again, guys, June 17th, June 18th, we got a big Father's Day event, Gay Pride, take it however you want to do it. 
as well as Juneteenth event, we're going to be giving out free gifts for the dads in attendance with a kid. I hope to see you all there if you're going to be there, but don't go nowhere yet. I'm going to give you my final thoughts, and I saved this for last, and I saved it for a reason, guys. That's because of the times that we are living in right now. Um, certainly didn't want to come off at the top of the program like this, but I will certainly uh, do it now in a way that only yours truly can, and that... um. That's simply to say, when you know, when the hell are we going to step up, America, senators, governors, whatever? When I always talk about being that change, when are we going to step up and make the change to gun control in the United States of America? Another mass shooting. That left three co-workers at this point in time dead. And I don't know the rest that went down in, in, in Maryland. When is something going to be done? Well, I want to say to you guys, this is how it gets done. You simply got to vote. I don't care what your party is. I don't care who you like, who you favor. I'm telling you, if you want to protect your family, just having a gun ain't going to do it. I keep my gun on me. I tell Mama Pope to make sure she have her gun at all times as well. But just having a gun is not going to do it when you have folk walking around with assault rifles and shooting people dead. So if you want to see the change, you simply got to vote for the people and Put the people in the positions of power that actually want to bring about change when it comes to gun reform. It is so important and imperative to the future of our kids and the way of life. Don't nobody want to send their children to school worrying whether or not they're going to return. Don't nobody want to go to work and have fear of not returning home to see their family. That's Pope's final thoughts. As always, as I tell you guys, we have to be the change that we wish to see in the world. And if not you, then who? But nonetheless, guys, we'll see and we'll continue to do what we do, certainly here on Pope's point of view, but right now it is that time. Yes, it is that time where we must turn ship and set sail in the opposite direction. So for the deacon to the guy like Alakon Khan in the house, and for the manager of champions, him and herself, Polo Demar, I am your host of hosts, your God light, your paragon of virtue, your former NWA world television champion, the Pope, Elijah Burke, saying take care of yourself, and God knows I mean that. Take care of each other, even that the more. And always remember, guys, if you can't change the people around you, there's that word again, change the people around you.